Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. Back to Old School with DP and J. Cool Tanners. Barn Grill, 30th and Yankee Hill. Here till 6 o'clock to sign Mike Rozier jersey. We're going to do this thing. We appreciate uh, Sean Callahan from Husker Online coming in, answering questions for us. Uh, it's also it's always funny when you get in this place. Uh, yeah, Dusty says, play the game at Memorial Stadium. Uh, yeah. It'd be cool. <laughs> like, we've been ta- we've been trying to talk about it, right? Like, could they do that? Can they play at, at, at up, in, up in Omaha? Could they do that and still draw – the numbers that would change the record. The thing is, like, what happens if you do it and then Wisconsin just says, we're going to do the same thing and add standing? I mean, you've got to, like, do it where it can't be topped by Wisconsin again because I would imagine they will try to top it again if it, if you just get it by a couple people. Yeah. Well, that's kind of how we talk about it. Uh, question here, how hard is it to recruit a player to a school that hasn't decided who the future head coach is? You recruit – I mean, this is what Mickey has said. You recruit players – to go to the school, not the coach. And I think they've got a really good group of guys that are committed to Nebraska. I do think the nature of the portal makes it a lot more difficult for a young man right now to shop around because most power fives are full right now, are close to full, and they're holding spots for the portal. So the recruiting window for a kid to commit is like April to like July 4th. And that's when guys are committing. And then outside of that window, it's kind of a holding pattern. You know, the Malachi Coleman, you've got to be a player like Malachi Coleman to be able to call your own shot, to hold your commitment to this late. Um, If you're a three-star-ish type guy, you know, you you may not have the luxury to tell a Nebraska, hey, I want to wait until December. You know, they're going to fill fill your spot Mm -hmm. at that point. So I think Nebraska, the the current model of things has helped them a little bit keep all 13. No, they lost the one guy, Ashley Williams, but um, not Ashley Williams, but uh, the other, Lynn Hart. Mm -hmm. um, And then they lost Ashley Williams, too, uh, before that. But that's really it. I mean, they've done a really good job, and they've seen all 13 of them in person after this week. What happens when Nebraska commits – to a coach doesn't that make it the recruiting a little easier especially outside of this market i think so and i I think if there's if it's not mickey Mm -hmm. and and we don't know where it's heading but if it's not mickey and it's somebody else 
you know, if Mickey is kept on in a, an assistant role still, I think that will basically keep everybody at that point. Um, I'm not worried about the local guys, the in-state guys, um, so to speak, but I just think having a guy or two being retained that have that have has some value to the other recruits that will make a big difference um, with, with you know keeping things afloat. Um, if you hire another guy outside of Mickey Joseph, do you think that if Mickey is the head coach, it, it frees up all of the recruiting? It becomes simpler, doesn't it? It well, yeah, and then 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 you're kind of worried about the portal. I mean, December fifth is going to be wild. I mean, that, the ticket you guys might as well just be on. Mm-hmm. You're on all day already, right, DP? But you yeah. guys, I mean, that's going to be. Yeah. Just trying to process the names that go in on December 5th, it's going to be like a phone book. But wouldn't it be easier once Nebraska commits to, let, let's say, just for the sake of conversation, they announce, you know what, we're going to go with Mickey forward? Well, I think if it's going to be Mickey, we'll know before the Iowa game. And a lot of it will determine – you know, the record at that point, we'll know where it's heading. If they're, you know, if they don't win a game and they're, you know, they're going to be three, nine or say four and eight, Mm -hmm. it's going to be hard to say, we're going to go this direction. Um, I think if you can figure out a way to make it all work where Mickey stays on that, that's the best solution and say, you've done a great job. We want you here. Your value's high. We still believe there is a role here for you, even if it's not the head coach role, but you're going to be one of the leaders of our program still in a different way. Um, that's that's the win right there. They could figure out a way to to make all that happen, and, and maybe Mickey will have other opportunities too. And you know, and and that could attract him out of Lincoln. That's the next question: is you know, if you don't commit to Mickey in that way, there is the option that Mickey goes elsewhere. Well, and if you're Mickey's agent right now, you're trying to drum up some interest, like the Colorado job. You know, Mickey's brother Vance played at Colorado. Um, yeah, a lot of people think Colorado is going to go after Ryan Walters, the defensive coordinator for Illinois, who played at Colorado as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but what if Mickey somehow is on the radar to be the Colorado head coach? The, the, the things will move. Like we understand that it'll move all over, all the way around. It's the one thing they control is themselves. And by the way, who does Nebraska play week two next year? Yeah. Colorado. Yeah, at so, Colorado. <laughs> so I think that there's a lot. Uh, from the text line. Jeff asked us. He says, "Do you think if Malachi Coleman commits to Nebraska, that Coach Joseph will be the next?" Head coach? No, I mean that's no guarantee. Okay. Um, that it, no, I, I you can't base your decision on this coaching hire on Malachi Coleman's commitment. I mean he's number one player in the state right now, which is a big deal. But you know the head coach and this hire, you know, we're, we're talking about a fifty, sixty, seventy million dollar decision here potentially. Then what's priority one for the decision? For Malachi or for the coach? No, for the coaching position. What's number? What's priority number one? Finding the right guy, the, well, the right well, fit. Give me the right guy. Um, Break I mean, that down for me. There's a lot of ways. I mean, I, a proven power five guy makes sense. That drives me crazy, though, Sean. I, like, I get it, but that's that's limiting the pool. I look at program developers. I look okay. at Lance Leipold. Okay. I look at Mark Stoops. Why Leipold? Um, well, Leipold's a program developer. He's won national titles at the D3 level. He went to Buffalo when it was the worst job in the MAC. They won the MAC. He's now at Kansas, has Kansas ranked when they were the joke of Power 5 football. That should get your attention because Nebraska's not that far off right now. I mean, they, they're kind of one of the lower programs in the Power 5 when you look at their, their last several years. Uh, the, you know, when you look at teams that have not gone to a bowl game, I think Nebraska and Kansas have the longest drought in all Power 5 football. 
So through that, develop, developing a program, what else? Well, leadership, a guy that can handle this place um, because this is not just like any other job. I mean, there, there's more that comes with it, uh, with just the fishbowl of it and mm-hmm. all the other the former play, the former player element here is greater. I've been told by other coaches than anywhere they've ever been before. Just the the politics and the voices of guys from different playing eras, and the drama that can cause for the head coach. Um, so I, I think a guy that's going to be number one aware of that and ready for it and know how to handle it. And as we know, Frost had a hard time with it. Um, you know, and there, this is one of the when you look at former players. I mean, there's more former players that have a voice around Nebraska football than almost any other program I've seen. You know, when you talk about Twitter, radio shows, other things they do, um, it's a very unique deal here that a large group of players from mostly the 90s are, are, are key voices around the program still. Is, is that – do you really think that's a problem? It's not a pro- – but it creates chaos. You know, when Tommy Frazier lights you up on Twitter – that, that creates problems, you know, when Steve Taylor is critical. I mean, when you have players that come on and are critical of – That happens everywhere, Mark, ev- by the way. Well, it does and it, it does. doesn't. It happened in Utah, it happened in Carolina, it happened in Texas, it happened in Houston. But happened- it's magnified here more because the viewership, the ratings, the listenership, um, the, the fascination of it, it's bigger here. Do you think that those players should be that, – that have skin in the game should be more supportive or should they be able to tell their opinion? Yeah, it's it's a delicate conversation. Yeah, everyone has an opinion of the program, but it, it can get nasty sometimes. You know, it got nasty with Scott Frost, and it got ugly. And other coaches around the country see that, and they look at the Nebraska job like, man, it's a great job, but I don't know if I want to deal with all that stuff. I, but that's that's kind of my point is that a lot of the peripheral stuff get in the way of the of the priority thing, right? I, this is the thing. If it's about winning, it's an easy conversation. Scott should have been out. Like if it's just just about winning. If it's about all the other stuff and you get heard, then people rebound and they, 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 they get loud with it. Like, we understand that now, right? That a big part of this is the fact that you weren't winning. Yeah, it, it's, it, it's much easier to have Nebraska alumni talk about this stuff if they're winning. Like, it's easier to have Steve Taylor have something good to say. It's easier to have anybody within that space have good things to say. But we're not – we don't get to create the game. We only are here to talk about it. Yeah, and, and you're right. Winning, all boats rise at that point. Everybody yep. succeeds at that point. And, and that's, that's really what it comes down to. I mean, they, they played bad football the last five years. I mean, I mean th- that's the part. Like, I mean, that is the lead story. Nebraska has not had a three-game winning streak in, since Mike Riley's second year. That is the, that's the lead story. Like, anybody in a position of power has to understand that. That's the Cliff Notes version, right? Yeah, there. right? Like, that's the thing that's in play. We're talking to Sean Callahan of Husker Online. Listen, I tell people all the time, like, I don't make the news. I just report it. So give me something good to report. From the text line, Sean, do you think if Mickey only won a game or two more, would it be really fair to judge him and his fitness for the job based on what's here? A lot of it is Trev's thoughts and, and who he has. I mean, it, you're telling me if Trev has Mark Stoops or – somebody of that caliber that will come here or a Dave Doran or you know, somebody that that's going to be highly courted you would go with Mickey over I mean that's 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 where Trev makes the big bucks like He's, they have to be except to me whoever comes in has to be exceptional but you know if Mickey's like hey if I get the job I'll have Vance Joseph my brother be the D coordinator I mean what what if that what's, be, what's better than that right yeah like, and so there's there's other elements that we don't know like what would a Mickey Joseph staff look like 
Ooh, that, but that's when it gets interesting. That's when it gets interesting because, listen, if he's got if he gets a shot, then you get to actually put together a super staff. Like would Kevin Falk come here and work with him? Ah, would Jay Foreman work with him? <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of like yeah. there's a lot of people who know the game and care about the program who could actually have impact if you gave him the freedom to do so. And just think of all these coaches that are that we're talking about. How many of them could bring in that sort of staff to Lincoln, Nebraska? No, I I don't disagree. And, and if you're Trev Alberts, you only get one shot at this, and that that's the hard part. He, you know, unless you're Jamie Pollard at Iowa State, who's been able to go through multiple coaches in his time there. I mean, he. he fired Dan McCarney and brought in Gene Chizik and fired him and brought in Paul Rhodes and fired him and brought in Matt Campbell. And he, he's about the only Power 5 AD that I can think of that's actually been able to go through like three or four cycles, yeah. and, and he's still regarded as a high you know high AD. Um, but, you know, Trev probably gets one swing at this, and, and he knows it, and it's really a stressful thing. And honestly, last night on the radio, you could hear – I mean, he just seemed – you know, this would wear you down, um, just thinking about what you're facing here and, and the decision you have to make. I, I, I just think it's an opportunity. There is the legacy part for Trev Alberts that he could make the decision that changes this entire program. And I think that's the – look, that's the right way to look at it. But I also think if we don't believe that Mickey is behind the scenes crafting that super uh, – that, that legion of super coaches just in case – I think we're missing the boat because I think he's putting in work in that space. Because, yeah, if he is the guy, that staff has to be pretty much in place almost by December 5th. So it, it, what, if, what if Sue decided, you know what, hey, I'm going to throw my, my, my hat in it. Hey, Mickey, I'll ride with you. Does that change it? Sue? Yeah. And Dominic and Sue? Yeah. <laughs> I mean. That's from the text line. I, just, yeah, I was like, where's <laughs> this coming from? No, it's, it's from the text line. It's just, you know. I don't know if a Dominic and Sue would – really want to get into assistant college coaching it's it's a lot of work i mean he's made a lot of money and he's involved in a lot of different investment things he he's retired now right or sue still playing uh he's still available is, is is how i would put it i think if he got the phone call from the right teams right now he, he'd strap up and go get it but uh in the meanwhile there are other things highest paid play. defensive player i believe in nfl history yeah i mean there's a lot to that i think aaron donald might have just popped that might have passed him over might have just popped that but there's a lot there uh that's sean callahan husker online we're live at tanners we'll be here until six o'clock that signed mike rosier jersey for everybody in the house just put your name in the box and you have a chance to walk out with it uh if you're just driving down the road and you are a mike rosier fan you got until 6 o'clock. Get down here, get your name in the box, and we would, you know, let you walk out of the door with it. We'll give it out a closing hour here uh, with Sean Callahan, live from Tanner's. We'll be right back. Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to roco slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow.